Hello, hello, and welcome to In My Shoes, a podcast for women of color about the issues that we face each and every day. I'm your host, Karen Davis-Thompson, and today, doing something a little different. So obviously, as you know, we're all really suffering with the pandemic. We're inside. We're not able to be outdoors. Uh, Some of us are having to try to work from home. But there are also a lot of small businesses throughout the United States that have been forced to shut down because, of course, we're practicing social distancing. And so I wanted to shine a light on some women of color who are really having to uh, go through that and just talk about what this pandemic has meant. Obviously, it's affecting all of us personally, but also in their business lives as well. And so today I want to welcome Ivana Rivera. Um, Welcome. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Thank you. I'm excited that you um, had some time to take to talk with us about this today. So uh, why don't you start by introducing yourselves? Tell us a little bit about your business, about your background. Okay, great. Um, My name is Ivana. Um, I just turned 30 years old. Um, I have owned a salon for about five years. Uh, It's called Chateau Blanc Lash and Beauty Lounge. Um, We specialize in different beauty treatments such as eyelash extensions, full body waxing, uh, facials, chemical peels, um, pretty much anything that would make you pretty. The only thing that we don't do is uh, massage and hair. Um, So we have been in business for about five years, um, and I am also an educator for the company Waxness. Uh, We have a separate distribution site um, called Hard Wax Solutions. And what that does is it basically brings any kind of depilatory wax to the consumer or to the salons. Um, So I also do that as well on the side. Um, But pretty much my whole career has been beauty focused thus far. Tell us a little bit about when you kind of saw the tide turning new that perhaps, um, you know, this is going to be a problem. What, you know, what am I going to do? So I want to say about two weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago, um, the topic of conversation was continuously coronavirus. And I thought it was kind of odd that every client that did come in to see me was talking about it. Um, I definitely, you know, took time to process, you know, maybe this is, I mean, honestly, I was a little ignorant about the subject at the beginning too. I, I personally thought that it wouldn't affect me. Um, you know, we were not in China, so, you know, our method of, or our standard of sanitation was different. I I just assumed that the media was fueling, um, you know, the hysteria that people were, experiencing and bringing into the salon. Um, And then around that time, we started to experience a drop in business. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you can understand. Um, People started becoming a little weary of coming out in public. And we didn't see too much of a drop. But there was one week, it was about three weeks ago, where we had maybe a total of 20 appointments for the entire week. Oh, so wow. that's when it really hit me. And I said, oh, man, we can see 20 to 30 people a day. So when I had 20 appointments for the week, I really started to realize that this may ripple effect into our business faster than I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, we did see 
an increase in sales, I'd say the week after, um, but mainly because people really weren't taking this seriously yet. Mm-hmm. And when did you make the decision? Um, we're here in uh, Tampa, Florida. And so our area just recently um, started the Safer at Home where they were mandating businesses like yours to close. When did you make the decision to close? Was it at that time or were you closed prior to that? So I made the executive decision to close uh, on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. We made an announcement that we would be possibly closing. We were telling as many people as we could. We were reassuring them of our safety standards and our methods of sanitation. Um, our salon is fairly small, so we never have more than 10 people at the, in the salon at one time. Um, so we thought that that would be a great way to continue going. Um, but I kept hearing from several different clients of mine who are close to the mayor and are close um, to government officials that there was going to be a shutdown of some sort coming soon. So I made the decision to close on Wednesday, even though today was the official day that I would have had to close. What was that like? Um, Do you have employees, first of all? And what was it like having to talk to them and say, hey, this is what we have to do? Um, it was devastating. (laughs) I think I spent the week before crying, um, on the way to work, on the way back from work, um, basically making myself sick from worry. Um, a lot of people don't realize, but yes, we may have been in business for five years, but I am the only income provider for my family and I have a daughter. Mm -hmm. Um, so it was really hard to come to terms with, I want to say the worst of it was last week. Um, this week I was a little more prepared mentally to close the doors and, um, I definitely said my goodbyes and what really helped was just all the outpouring support of our clients and our friends and our family, um, basically just assuring us that, you know, they would be back as soon as we're ready to open. And Mm -hmm. um, just knowing that there was still going to be a future for my business. Um, But I want to say, yeah, that was probably the hardest. Um, Speaking to the people that work closely with us as well in the establishment, it was a hard decision to let them know that unfortunately it was out of my control, um, but they are not fired and they have the ability to come back when we are ready to open. Um, we will welcome them with open arms. If they had ended up finding other employment to make it through this tough time, then, you know, we are hundred percent in, you know, we understand. So it wasn't really a goodbye. It was more so a, you know, see you later. We, you know, hope everybody stays safe kind of thing. Um, it was sad though. It was definitely like, it it was uh, the only word I could really say. It was heartbreaking. And how many employees do you have there? How many? So we have, um, three front desk that work part-time at the moment. And we have, um, two other service providers, not including myself. So a total of, of, seven of us seven people Mm -hmm. and so what has it been like since you've you know it's set in now obviously now they have the stay at uh, safer at home uh and so you would have had to close down this week um if if you hadn't done so already so what has it been like how how are you coping um I'm really I'm enjoying the fact that I'm not missing anything with my daughter um I know 
the kind of demand uh, the salon takes um, from my time. So I really the only comfort that I have at the moment is being able to experience every single day with her, which I was not able to do so before. Um, my day, my typical day at the salon was a 12 hour day, um, mainly because we open at 830 and we close at 830. So um, I would be there all day servicing clients and in turn, really missing a lot of my daughter and missing a lot of important moments. Um, but I think that would probably be the saving grace to all of this is being able to stay home with her for the first time. I want to say since she was six months old, when we started the business, um, Mm -hmm. you know, this, the, it's the only thing that's actually been a beneficial part of this. Um, and it's definitely helping me get through mentally. And so what does a typical day look like now for the two of you that you're able to spend more time with her? <laughs> so now, um, typical day, we wake up. Um, I The night before, I started printing out some um, worksheets. She's in VPK at the moment, and they don't really have anything in place for them at the school that she goes to for online learning. So um, I'm basically following up with what I've been seeing her doing. Um, She is spelling and she is doing simple math. Um, So I am printing worksheets from uh, a website. Let's see. Um, It's called k5learning.com. So it's been great. I've actually been able to uh, do lesson plans with her just for the first or se- uh, first hour of us waking up. We eat breakfast. Um, I do throw on YouTube. I have a exercise mat in front of the TV. So we do like a nine minute exercise or stretch in the middle of the day to kind of burn some energy. And then I'll take her outside or we'll, you know, go run around in the backyard with the dog. It's kind of just been... Um, truly, you know, quarantining fun. Like it's, it's been, you know, I've never really had been a stay at home mom before. Um, I think for her first six months of life, I worked part time. Um, so that was probably the closest thing that I've ever experienced to being a stay at home mom. So, um, this is definitely a, a lifestyle change 360. Cause this is not something I'm used to for sure. <laughs> And how long do you think it will be before the fact that you're unable to to work and have that income coming in that it's really going to be, um, and I've, you know, obviously I'm sure it's scary already, but when is it going to be like, okay, if this goes much past the next month, two weeks, I'm going to have to, I don't know what we're going to do. So I did calculate, um, I did take a look at our finances. Um, it's something I've been, you know, mulling over for the past two weeks, um, I want to say we our hope is to open it in a month. I don't know how realistic that is. Um, I understand that there are still people locked down in China and it's been three months. So at the moment, I really don't have an open date. Uh, we are pre-booking appointments for a month out. That way, at least, um, you know, we have been monitoring the situation. We check every single day when we are going to be allowed to open. Um, but they didn't give us a time. I mean, they really, they, they said indefinitely until all of this calms down. So I wouldn't, I would probably say after two months, um, I'd have to really reevaluate how this is going to go because, um, you know, we do still incur expenses owning a business, 
Um, I'm in communication with my landlord at the moment um, and with, you know, different credit card companies and things. So um, luckily, the banks that I work with have been amazing in this situation. Um, So I have no worries there so much as, you know, just other expenses where people are not so understanding. We do have mortgages and we do have, you know, different things that do require money, whether you work or not. So, um, I want to say I might start panicking in three months <laughs> but right now. Um, really what I'm trying to do is just like enjoy my time and enjoy my time with my daughter and enjoy my time home. There is, I don't think I've had a vacation in over a year. So this is definitely like the vacation I never thought I'd have for sure. <laughs> And, you know, you sound really positive, which I know has to be very difficult to do, but what helps you to kind of get through the day to day when you don't know how long it's going to be before you can reopen your business? Um, Well, I've been watching the news um, and I am trusting that they will take care of us. Um, There are several resources that I've come across where um, they may be able to help a business like mine. Um, We don't necessarily know if we will, since we're so small, we might not qualify for um, what you would call like an SBA loan. Um, But there are implementing new things for us to apply to as far as unemployment. um, And Um, different things that we may be able to have access to that we were never able to access before. Um, So that's what I'm looking forward to. I don't know how long these benefits may be available to us. Um, I think just today they approved the stimulus bill for 2.2 trillion. So I'm not sure. Um, That's the hardest part I'd say is everything's kind of just up in the air at the moment. Nobody was expecting this and we're kind of all just waiting to hear back. And, um, you know, I would say the only thing that we really can do is just wait and, and just trust that the government will take care of us. Um, I don't know how trusting I really can be with them, but you know, we don't really have a choice. Right. And why was this something that you, I know this is very brave of you to do and to be able to talk about it. Why was it something that you felt like you wanted to speak about? Um, Well, when I saw your request for um, guests on the show, I I just felt like people needed to hear local stories on a local level. Um, You know, I go online or I'll be on the TV and I will see, you know, reports back from Texas or California or, you know, New York, um, different places of the country where it's massively affecting Um, people who live there and their businesses and things, but I haven't really heard anything from the Tampa Bay area. So I really wanted to um, just come on and, and let people know who do live by us, who do come um, and, you know, visit our businesses and things that we are all kind of struggling um, the same way. Mm -hmm. I wanted to just let people know from a local perspective, you know, what we're going through. And um, that's pretty much my driving force for doing this. And do you worry at all, obviously, with the economy? You know, I think it was like three million people um, in the last few weeks have applied for unemployment benefits. Do you worry that because of the type of industry you're in, 
Um, when people look at, hey, you know, I can't afford to do everything I used to do because maybe their job didn't come back the way they thought it would. Do you worry that that will have an impact on you once you are able to reopen? Oh, very much so. Um, I definitely think that, you know, the beauty industry will be the first to get cut out in a time of crisis. Um, Unfortunately, that is, I chose my career as my passion. So I can't really say that I know how to do anything else. Um, I am a business major. We, I have owned a successful business for five years, but at the end of the day, it is frightening thinking about will, yes, if we are able to remain open and open again, will customers be able to afford us? Um, I plan on doing several things um, once we are able to open to kind of help offset you know, the cost of our services. Uh, We will be running an insane amount of specials. Um, We will have different things, um, different marketing ways to reach out to customers. We, I'd say about a month ago, we just signed up with a new marketing program, which uses text-based deals and referrals. So we have a way to contact them and, um, you know, we have a way to kind of relief uh, or relieve their their costs for some of their favorite services. So yes, they may not be able to do all of the services that they want to, but we are going the minute we can. We will be open and we will be there to kind of help bring you back to normal life. Yeah. So you 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 feel like your industry obviously is one where people can say, hey, I just need to get back to some normalcy. And you're hoping that that will kind of bring people in who maybe felt like, you know, because that beauty is something they can't afford. You're hoping that what you can bring will, you know, kind of get them back in the door. Exactly. I'm, I, I, again, we are a luxury service. Um, you know, no one needs eyelash extensions. No one needs full body waxing. But what we do is make people feel great about themselves. And that's something that a lot of people are not getting right now. Um, And I definitely think that there will be a market for that at the end of all of this. Um, Yes, you know, a lot of our customers are going to be experiencing financial hardships. But, you know, if we have the ability to do so, which we should be able to, um, we're going to do whatever we can to make sure that you know, our services are affordable and that we are able to do a post-quarantine kind of special for them. That way, you know, we can kind of try to get back to our normal lives. And just a little bit, you talked a little bit about spending time with your daughter. How old is she? Oh, she's five. She just turned five uh, this week. (laughs) And what are some of the fun things that, has she realized yet? Hey, mom's around a lot more. Has she, uh, do you think she's recognized that? Yeah, she said something today. She's like, I like when you don't go to work. And I said, <laughs> I said, I guess I kind of do too. Because <laughs> I mean, truly, we we are open from Tuesday through Saturday. So I am there all day. So it, it is, I do have my two days off, my Sunday and Monday. But um, it is a nice change for her to see me around more and kind of be in here 24-7. It, it, she is enjoying it. I am too. Well, thank you so much, Yvonne. Is there anything that you wanted our guests to know um, just about how you're coping or um, anything that you wanted to share before we end today? Um, Well, I just wanted to assure everyone that um, this isn't the ideal situation. Um, I want to say at least 50% of either my clientele, my friends, my family have lost their jobs. Um, 
and I just want to let everyone know that they're not alone. Um, we're all going through this, and this isn't something that, you know, is either just going to go away, but we do need to follow the guidelines that they give us. Um, so I'm pretty confident that once this does blow over, um, that the community will do its job and, and be ready to get back to normal. So that's my wish and my hope for everyone that they, you know, remain calm and stay inside, um, and that they get to experience what life is like at the end of this. Well, thank you so much for your time, Ivana. That's all we have for today. If you have any questions uh, that you want to pose um, to Ivana, I'd be happy to send that over to her. You can hit me up at kdt at inmyshoestoday.com. Again, that's kdt at inmyshoestoday.com. Or if you have any topics you want to hear us talk about, that is all the time we have for today. And until next time, be blessed.